like that. <laughs> we are Danish and O'Neill uh, coming at you. Back once again. We're yeah. here. Every week, it seems like we're here. <laughs> for At least for the past 118 weeks. It's is been it? a it's hell of a 118 weeks. We went back to the uh, theme song that people know and love. It really caused a hubbub on Twitter. Some people, people were torn. Some people love the hip-hop song. Some people hate the hip-hop song. But you know what I say to all of them? I say this. Either way, it is whether you have the hip hop song <laughs> or you have the techno song. It's a free podcast. It's so a good fucking deal. Yeah, you can't beat it. No, not with a stick. No, not with a club. Not with a penis. Not with a, well, maybe with a penis. You can. Not with a big old set of balls. Uh, P22 day was today. I was in the park. A lot of people were there to celebrate it. Happy P22 day, everybody. October 22nd, apparently. And I'm starting to think, at first, I was, uh, I thought that you had no chance against P22. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> what? But then as time's gone on, I see that no other animal has a day. And this thing's, it's a real celebrity prima donna. He's the Kardashian of uh, mountain lions. It's lost its eye of the cougar. And as you... <laughs> You're gaining your eye of the tiger. You're smearing yeah. your body in feces. and uh, I'm hiding. You're painting your face. I'm sleeping in trees. You're having night terrors. I'm dangling sausages <laughs> from my own sausage. I think the, the odds are, the Vegas odds have to be increasing in your favor. I'm just saying, I mean, this thing is a holiday dedicated to it. And I don't know if I can name one other animal in the world. Not, nothing. Is there a panda day? Those things are almost extinct. Yeah, China probably has a few panda days. I mean, think. but do we celebrate it here? It only no. counts if we celebrate it in America. Hell no. I'm going to say uh, hell no. Yeah, the thing's gotten weak. Plus, I'm, I'm feeling lucky. I won horse racing. Almost got the trifecta. You're a horse. You're a I jockey? Went, I won horse racing. <laughs> How'd you do? What was your horse's name? <laughs> no, I wasn't riding. I was oh. gambling. Oh. And I won some money. Really? Yeah. Now no, I got a taste for the ponies. Really? Almost it, got the trifecta, man. Put it into the Patreon so I can get a taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm paying myself. I'm only going to get 50% of it. Because <laughs> as the, a wise man once told us on another show we did, yeah. all money we make goes back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, there wasn't really much to speak. I, I didn't know where the money went. But well, hey. Yeah, we, we had our auditor go in and try to find it, but he <laughs> yeah. couldn't. Uh, no, but I have taken. I have a taste for the ponies, and I feel like it's kind of dangerous. So I'm not going back to the horse. Where'd you anymore. go, Arcadia? No, I was up in Fresno. Fresno has like the world's shittiest horse track, and I went up there. Is it even a horse track, or are you just watching wild horses <laughs> yeah, in the field? It's some guy's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, and I, dude, the trifecta is the hardest thing, man. And I had the, and this, this, the one that won was a long shot, but I had him in third. So I had first and third flip flop, but I had. The second that, place, right? That still but counts. I had all three. Nope, does not count. You got to oh. get all three exactly. That's like the I would have won right numbers, wow. wrong order. I would have won eight hundred bucks. Well, fuck. Did you tear the ticket up, dude? I was like, you should have seen me. I was irate. Well, you did. You talk to the jockey. Say, hey, you couldn't. Have, yeah, I you couldn't have whipped screaming. him. You, you piece of shit. Couldn't have whipped you. Couldn't have whipped him. You must have been going crazy during the race, dude. If I had just picked a win place show for these. The one that won was such a long shot. I would have fucking cleaned up. But you, you went. I went. I, got, I had to go with the trifecta. But you man. could have hedged your bet with. But then that feels like you're really getting aggressive if you I know. pick one to win. That's a long shot. Fuck me. 
heartbreaking. It was it was heartbreaking. So close. Devastating. Yet so far away. I know. And now I'm, I get shit from it nonstop from the people that were there. Really? They're, they're, yeah. they're really it's rubbing like, it in? You yeah. feel like they would console you? No, no. They are. Well, that's uh, nice of them. Rub some salt in the wounds, yeah. why don't you? We <laughs> should put some lemon juice in my cut. Uh, recently in your cunt? Yeah, put some <laughs> lemon juice in my cunt. Uh, you know, you sometimes see people driving with a dog on their lap, which I find uh, should be illegal, personally. Well, there's that guy who drives with the German Shepherd strapped across the gas tank of his motorcycle. I thought it was a uh, golden retriever, but I could be mistaken. I think it's a German Shepherd. Maybe there's two guys. <laughs> Some guys like, hey, fuck you. They're rivals. You're stealing my style. Uh, I saw a woman... Driving with a cat on her lap, and I've never been so disgusted in my life. With a cat? Yeah. You can't have a cat. Unless it's a fucking ocelot. Dude, it could attack you on the road. Like, it was a small cat, or was it like a serval? No, it was like a house cat. <laughs> that cat's gonna jump out. I don't know what she was doing. It was it was a baffling sight. It was something it takes- to behold. And but was the cat looking out the window as it drove away, or as it was driving down the street? It kind of, I guess. It was just like on her lap, on like up. Well, were you its... at like a stoplight and you looked in? Yeah, and it was just like oh. uh, it had its like its face was like you spit on her as she drove by. <laughs> I wanted to throw a. If I had something you to throw, bitch, I would. Have, I wouldn't have called her a bitch, but well, I would have seems expressed like... my disgust that I didn't appreciate seeing a cat on this woman's lap. If it were a man, would you have struck him with your fist? I said, hey, there's one too many pussies in there. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh. But I uh, also went to see. Um, been a long time fan. First time I saw him in concert, I went to see Action Bronson oh, at yeah. the uh, Novo downtown L.A. Went with the lovely Courtney. Uh, I was stressed out because the doors opened at 7.30. We uh, were, were like there a quarter of eight, and I was really freaking out. show didn't start till 9.30. <laughs> You're like, we're missing him. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I was freaking out. I was really freaking. He, he didn't come out so then, for an hour uh, and a half. Show starts. I, I give him this. For a rapper, not many rappers do this. He comes out solo. Not one hype guy, no one. Just him. And him just and a DJ. DJ. Him and a DJ, and that's it. And, that, and I commend that. Um, a lady, and this is like, a, this is a Sunday night, by the way, odd night for a show. If you're Action Bronson fans, some of them might be able. Some yeah, of them no, might have to work. I mean, not have to work. When it's LA, day. sometimes you're out during the day and you're Plus, like, no one works here. Also, that guy's not going to get that theater on like a fucking Saturday. You no. know what I mean? No. He's got to go for like an off night. It was pretty full, though. Like, I mean, he's not. Yeah, like, yeah, but I'm saying like yeah. he's like a Wednesday guy. Yeah, so uh, I see some like, a lady, probably 20s, maybe 30s, booted for being like just completely shit can wait, could barely walk. You gotta be pretty wasted to get. This is during, this is like at the beginning of the con. Like she showed up way too drunk. Well, I mean, what did she do? Puke? Oh, she I don't fall know. Over? I just saw security, like get her the fuck out. You gotta out. do something pretty serious. She could barely walk. She was a, she was a liability for everybody was she around solo? her. No, some other girl was like, oh, I, gotta, I can't believe this. Did the other girl have to leave with her? Yeah. Oh, fuck that, man. I'd be so fucking pissed. Then I'd be like, "Fuck you! You're going by yourself." Well, there's an area like I'd be like, "Put her in the alley and put some boxes over, and then I'll come out and get her later." Because I wouldn't fucking leave the show. There's an area uh, that's like fenced, not fenced in, but it's like a railing. Yeah, and it's like almost like an octagon. The stage forms one side of it, or you know, however yeah. one eighth of it, or whatever. And I heard the security guard standing there, and I think they're counting how many people go into that area because it's probably a fire code thing. What is that? It's like a mosh pit? And it's a first come, first serve. And I looked at Courtney, and I was like, I, would, I do not want to. It was like shoulder to shoulder. You couldn't move. 
Yeah. And so right behind that, on the other side of the railing, I see a guy go down. And uh, I thought he was having a seizure. Just could be, he was like a dead fish, kind of flopping around a little bit, couldn't get up. But it turns out he was, he was beyond fucking wasted. He looked to be like 35. <laughs> way too old for this sort of behavior in public. They that tossed guy, him? He was so fucked up. They tossed him. And they, t- they were like, we need to get him out quicker. Bring in a wheelchair, oh. shove him in, and fucking, they, they must have just dumped him out into the street Jesus. like a pile of trash. Did he have anybody with him? A girl. Oh, <laughs> man, what a dick. Again, dude, put him in the alley. Put some boxes over him. I'm assuming Come they did later. in the wheelchair. They're like, get the fuck out. Yo, man. The wheelchair uh, stays here. Hey, lady, you carry him down the streets. He's your drunk boyfriend. Both those people might have drinking problems. Who gets that drunk late and you, like late in your twenties and thirties? Well, also you've paid for a show and now yeah. you're not seeing it, or are going to remember it, even if you are there to see it. Yeah, I mean they're wasted. Uh, this may be shocking to some out there. There was a lot of marijuana smoking going on there. Uh, yeah, you you seem shocked by it, which is I'm kinda, not shocked by well, it. But I was like, what are you talking about? I hate to sound like a square. But it gets so smoky inside. You sound like an old man, dude. Right it's now. hard to breathe. You sound like it's an old. hard to it's breathe. Hard to breathe. It yeah, is. It's hard to breathe. It's a lot of You're smoke. Like, I can't breathe. It's, I can breathe. How many people died from the show? No one died, but there was a lot of smoke. That's all I'm saying. You're, you're getting you're getting too old for this shit. I am getting too old. <laughs> uh, Action Bronson was smoking joints that were like they weren't the traditional fat joints that are short and fat. These were long, thin women cigarette variety. He's just smoking nonstop, Man. like six. I don't know how you could function like but that. But he was like passing him to the crowd, and then he got at one point too close to the edge of the stage, and he's like, oh, no, I can't get too close. I drank way too much wine before I came out here. God damn. Shockingly, he only forgot words once. He's like, I don't even remember the fucking rest of the words. And the DJ's like, come on, man. And like played the beat back for him. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Can you imagine if he was like a sober dude, how good of a performer he'd be? Because everyone says like, oh, no, I perform better. I guarantee you. I don't know. If you didn't smoke weed and you didn't get drunk, you'd probably be fucking twice as good. I think he might need it, a guy like that. I don't know, man. But you know, there's comics who are like, oh, but then I've also seen him. People that have performed after they've gotten sober, and I'm like, you're way fucking better. The mind's sharper. Yeah, which is probably the number one thing with performing. <laughs> he was a good performer, though. If you haven't seen, if you like hip hop, Action Bronson, I recommend. Uh, you know, you know what you're was getting his ensemble? with ensemble? Sweatpants? Uh, he's wearing like a muumuu esque. Not a tall guy by any means. Uh, yeah, he's short and uh, short, very rotund. Yeah. Very stocky, fire hydrant-esque, a lot of tattoos, has a new head tattoo. God damn. Uh, big beard, as usual. Uh, he had like a long, creamish white muumuu, um, two <laughs> buttons at the top. He had a, uh, a no, titty pocket. It's like a tunic. A titty pocket where the joints were coming out of. Okay. Someone whipped something at him, and I was like, he was getting shit whipped at him a lot. That must be his thing. Someone hit him with something. I was like, oh, he's going to be pissed, but it was a lighter because he had the joint unlit in his mouth, and he picked it up and lit it and then kept it. Uh, some other guy whipped a fucking shoe up there, and he was like, "What the?" He goes, "What the fuck is this? This is all between songs." So some guy, there's. Do you think the guy brought an extra shoe, or he took off his own shoe? No, and he goes, "Can you sign it?" And oh, I, and Action Bronson signed it, which was cool. And then the guy whipped his other shoe up there. He had these big old fucking boot high tops, and he signed both of them. Jesus, what? <laughs> this guy wore two different shoes? No, he had two big old high he, tops. He brought them in. No, he he threw both. His, I think he went stocking feet. Oh, yeah. Threw oh. his own shoes up there. Oh, somebody else threw a boot. No, I think no, I'm saying he had big old boot high top. Oh, big old oh I thought, you, I thought no. one was like a tennis shoe and one but was But what a if boot. like security was like, fuck that, we're not giving you your shoe. The guy had to walk home. Yeah. No shoes. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty Instead, shitty. Instead, he's got autographed uh, shoes. I, I knew a guy who crowd surfed at a Green Day concert, and people stole his shoes. You can get your wallet stolen. Yeah, so, you can get your dick punched, groped. That so, wouldn't do it. But he's in Chicago now with no fucking shoes, and he doesn't live there. And he's like taking the train home. Wait, you're saying in 2017, all these years later, he's still shoeless? No, no. I'm saying after the show. <laughs> was it winter? Uh, I don't remember when it was. What Probably do you think, not. Do you think they but, just, so, but he had to walk the streets, and then he had to go fucking home on a train. This is like two-hour mission. The bad thing about that is it's not like anyone wanted the shoes. They just wanted to yeah, cause havoc. If I were like 20 and some guy was crying, I'd take his fucking shoes, too. They just wanted to ruin his day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't blame When him. you're that age and you're also in that area... Nothing gives you better, more pleasure than ruining somebody else's good time. Well, and they're like, this guy's up there having a good time. <laughs> Fuck him. Now, looking back, I think it's terrible. There's some crowd surfing envy going on. Yeah. You know, they don't crowd surf anymore. They don't yeah, allow it. I think people are too divided these days to even get somebody up there. You ever crowd surf? I'm too tall, I think. Too big. I did it. I did it twice. Uh, one time I was dropped, and the other time kind of worked. Guys our size, I don't yeah. think, go over great. They dropped me, and also, somebody stole my hat. Yeah, I'm not going. So I, fucking, <laughs> I, I fear falling. Too many casualties. I fear falling directly onto my back. I already have kind of a finicky back as is. I don't. I don't need. Uh, well, also I saw. I used to, like. I once punch a guy in the spine. Ooh. Like just as he was passing over. Jesus. <laughs> to the fucking back. Just when you like, you want to be like, there's more good people out there than bad. You but hear? I think people are passing him to you. You're like, I don't want this fucking guy. Get away yeah, from me. They just don't care. Dude, him. every girl gets grown. I don't even know why women fucking no, crowd surf. Don't do it. Every one of them gets groped. You're going to be groped. Yeah. And I'm not saying it like you. No, no. I'm no, saying it's not. It's a just a bunch of fucking. Yeah. Bunch I've of, seen women he, grope other women. It's just a, I don't know what the fuck people are thinking. Yeah. It's, uh, Maybe it's good that it was outlawed. But part of me is like, no, man. Did you go face down? or? No. I, yeah. It's a good way to get your <laughs> dick and balls crushed or punched. Yeah. Apparently. No. You go. It's like you get some people to fucking launch you up there. Then people start passing you. We should start. It's, it's a weird feeling. You're like, sway. I mean, oh, you're yeah. at the mercy I of the crowd. I bet you feel like you're on a boat. Yeah. It should, we should start a, a crowd surfing fight league. That would be great. With two guys and a lot of kicking, probably. Also, it does look very bizarre when someone, like, for me, it was just like, there was too much legs and there's too much shit to pass around. How did you get down? Well, the, most of the time, you, the crowd, someone will just give up They're and like, you'll just kind of like lower you. But the other you time, like I a fell. Do you fall into like a guy's head or do you just go? No, the other, the other time, the people just stopped supporting my back and then I went like and then just kind of did like an angular fucking crash down on my head. See, that's what I worry about. It wasn't like, they didn't like hit hard. I'm but. shocked that in 2017 they don't give like helmets out for that. <laughs> like, well, hold on, sign this waiver, put on a helmet before you go True. up there, young man. I don't even know they allow mosh pits anymore. Uh, if they do, I bet they're not as ferocious as they once were. Uh, I saw a video of a mosh pit. It, these guys were like hanging out on the outside of it. Some guy came up, fucking gave him an elbow, spinning elbow to the head, then punched him, and then went back into the group, and they didn't do anything. Seems like a lot of the punching is like, Either sucker punching or like yeah, from like weird it angles. It's not from head on. I went to a mosh pit once on accident. Next thing I know, I'm getting fucking whiplashed from behind. Some guy just rams me, 
Then they just started throwing me around, and I was like, dude, I, I was just trying to walk across. You I didn't realize thrown, it was a fucking monster. You should have thrown a spin kit. What, do you have, like a tray of hot dogs? <laughs> I was like, come on, guys. Hey, guys, don't let, I'm going to spill my sodas. I got all, I got a tray of sodas. Hey, just trying to and, walk through. And snow cones Jeez. in the other hand. Hey, oh, dude. Don't knock the churro off. I, I was fucking dead. My teeth almost bashed together and chipped. Jesus. It was one of those festivals, you know, where there's like side stages, and I didn't know who the fuck was playing on the side stage. I was just trying to cut through. You went and saw the pussy counters. It was craziness. Uh, speaking of craziness, apparently, Eric Heitz has got a beef with Danish and O'Neal. I saw it, man. Uh, I guess the uh, the listeners took to the, the Facebook and online, and they were hitting up Eric Heitz, saying that we speak- Rightfully so. You've done a... By the way, you have done a great job, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone that participated in that. Scott, there was one man that was I, I, leading the charge. It seems like Scott Parker, I think, was leading the charge. He said, "You should listen to the podcast, Danish and O'Neill, when you're riding. They're huge supporters." <laughs> and uh, Eric Hyde said, "I'll have to look them up on his ride across America, which isn't a ride across America because he's starting where he uh, left off. So it's really not a ride across America, technically." And then, uh, so then it's somebody named Adriano Archipelago. I wonder if that's his real last name. Old I Archip- like that fucking Archip- last name, Archipelago. Uh, he said, heard about you on the Danish and O'Neill podcast, and got to say, you seem just like the amazing person they said you were. <laughs> and Jeez. Eric Heitz did not take kindly to that. He said, and this is his direct words. I'm not putting any words in his mouth. There's enough in there on their yeah, own. Yeah, they wouldn't fit. He He's said, got too he, many churro stuff. He in said, that. "Yeah, and they're using troll facts, not actual facts. Probably <laughs> hey, using." What, but you know what? And here's what I have to say: to This, have you ridden across the country? Wh- where the fuck are you? There's, they're not troll facts. All we're saying is you did not ride across the fucking country, no. dude. And you took a car to Florida. He said, "Probably using the same mentality you have to use to measure your vagina-sized penis." Is no, that what Eric no, Heitz? He said, "Vangina." He did say vagina. And now, correct. I don't know if he was actually smart enough <laughs> to call it a vagina like it's an extra large vagina, like a van. No, he's not that but clever. But then I was like, this no. guy's an idiot. He's no probably way. just misspelled vagina. Yeah, or he thinks it is pronounced vagina. Could be that, too. Jean-Claude vagina. But I, part of me just wants to believe that he actually had a semi-clever bit of calling it a vagina. Also, it makes no sense. Hey, Heights, you got a problem? You talk to the man in the mirror like Michael Jackson. It isn't us. It isn't Dr. By the Phil. Way, it isn't your detractors. And we're not trolls. We're not trying to fucking get a no. rise out of you. We're just trying to protect the good people of America from, from s- participating in this sort of scumbaggery that you are putting on. You, my friend, are a charlatan. And I hope yeah. you're listening to this. Snake oil salesman. You ever hear of them? <laughs> That's what you are. Modern day. You're not doing what you're saying you're doing. Troll facts? Here's a fact for you. Not troll. This is a fact. When you recently weighed in, I took this off your own Facebook, you weighed a 596 pounds. And you're taking money from sponsors and from people out there to make this fucking bullshit ride? You, my friend, should be ashamed of yourself. We have nothing to be ashamed of here at Danish and O'Neill. I watched the full Dr. Phil uh, episode. He said you went deep. I, I went deep in this heights hole. And uh, it's, it's sweaty and it's yeah, moist. Yeah, it smells. It's dark. It's, it's a lot of <laughs> discarded, shit-stayed, tidy whities <laughs> and, bi- uh, and bike suits. Yeah, so I watched this whole thing, and his own best friend turned on him. Showed up on Dr. Phil 
to call him a fucking con man. Wow. He goes, yeah, we used to be friends. This guy helped him buy his first trailer to hook up to this fucking bike. By the way, we're no Dr. Phil. We're not huge Dr. Phil supporters. But <laughs> not by any means. That he, guy's a piece of shit, I And mean, we saw what he exploited the shit out but, of that cash me outside girl. Well, he exploits everybody. No, I know. But this I is mean, the only decent thing he's ever done. We agree with him on this, and that shows where we stand on the heights, man. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, also, it, I think he knocked us. On the podcast, but we must have won him over because I think he only gave us a two star. Really? Yeah, I don't think well, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so I think that we won him over enough. There was enough good humor. Kind of like Stallone impersonator. <laughs> he's this like, is, these guys are funny, but I hate them. This is reminiscent of that, where the listeners uh, wanted someone to know that we were talking about them. <laughs> it got back to them, and uh, it turns out they didn't like it. Yeah, shockingly. But uh, I told you that Heights recorded a song called Taxi Man. You did. Uh, was did it with you? a band? I didn't listen to it. It's, uh, you might have to just play a little Speaking bit. Speaking of songs, Steven Seagal re- released a new album. Four song Mojo album. Priest? Just him, I think. It's called... <laughs> Mojo Priest? They left him? I don't know. It's just, it, it just it, says, is he just the priest? It just says Steven Seagal. It's called wow. And an Artist. Released 1016. And 17. an Artist? Yeah, he's also an artist. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Other than being a fat motherfucker. I'm a martial artist. I'm a vocal artist. I listen to I'm some of the songs. Artist. They're as good as you would imagine. Oh, I imagine. Uh, any Punani references? Seems like he's cleaned up his act, and he realized maybe a PR shitstorm was coming. Is there any, like, Putin shit in there? No, it's all, like, about, like, seems like he's trying to, like, paint himself as a romantic, and I think he maybe... Yo, maybe oh, whoa! <laughs> Dude, you're going down with the rest of these fucking scumbags. We'll get to that in a minute. I'll tell don't, you that right don't, now. Don't jump. Dude, the floodgates have opened, Hollywood. And you better, a lot of motherfuckers better be running scared because there is a lot of fucking sexual assault allegations. And rightfully so. There's a lot of fucking shady motherfuckers in this town. Apparently, God knows that we've met with enough people where we're like, this fucking guy is probably a rapist. Apparently Taxi Man uh, was performed by Eric and Angie Heights. Yeah, he and the wife. Uh, it was put out, it looks to be eight years ago. I don't know if, the, I don't know if these are troll facts. It was 09. No, it says 09 on there. I don't want to put up troll facts here. I don't want to get Eric all upset. Uh, play a little, play a little clip from it. Okay, here it is. Because it's it's worth it. Here we go. Eric Heights, Taxi Man. <laughs> all right, this is Taxi Man. Sound quality's great. Yeah, no, I know. Really good. Hey, where'd you record that? Uh, <laughs> on fucking Abbey Road? Is there, a, is there a TV playing with some uh, <laughs> static in the back? Because that's a great, great uh, sound. I definitely, the Tom Petty was probably recording right after him in that studio. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Dave Grohl did the documentary about this studio. Yeah, sound, uh, wall of sound, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Is that, oh, maybe this is the wall of sound that uh, Brian Wilson invented. It could be. There's a spray bottle on the table. There's a dartboard over his shoulder, and here we go. He has a song. Uh, he has a song. Uh, what do you call it? Mute, oh, a scroll? An uh, easel. Oh, so oh there's re- video to it? Yeah. Oh, I, I, only, I was just listening to the song because oh, the go. lyrics were so good. Oh, 
<laughs> Pause it. There's a better version of it. Jesus. You, you typed in Eric Heights Taxi Man? Yeah, let me There's see. a better all audio. Here, let me let me look at it. I can Is it the remember. one with the picture of a taxi driver? Yes. This? That's the one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was horrid. <laughs> There's multiple versions. This was seven years ago. It took him a year to figure out the sound wasn't so good. <laughs> well... The sound of this one's dog shit, too. Eight years had 971 views. Seven years, 368. He's hit that thousand. Dude, it's, people are going back to revisit the uh, golden oldies. Here's Taxi Man by Eric and Angie Heights. It's a little better. We should have him write the theme song for Danish and O'Neill. How dare you to fucking besmirch the great Randy Newman? He loves L.A., dude. That I man, that man, the taxi man. A lot to be said about him. It's uh, it sounds like at one point Heights may have been a taxi man because he knows a lot about it. I think he just uh, is a great observer of the human condition. That's true too, man, dude. What the fuck? We should uh, we should. Promote- Where did he record that in an, an old flip phone? Uh, I would hope so. I hope not too much production was wasted. Dude, on I was that. crying. I could not take it. Uh, great performance. You can see why he's getting the attention he's getting. He's <laughs> yeah. charismatic. He's talented. He's on top of his game, man. And he's on top of the world. <laughs> we hope, Eric, if you're listening, we hope you make it to Pasadena. And we so hope- that I can throw a pie in your face. <laughs> Is that as considered assault? If we can find out I bet if when I- he's there, we could maybe try to get an interview with him, which yeah. would be great. Be great and I, awkward. I have a feeling you wouldn't take accept it. You I may don't know. Not know what no, we look dude, like because he loves the attention. That's true. But uh, what I would like to say, if I gave him one hundred and fifty dollars, could I throw a pie in his face? That would be the end of the interview, I would assume. <laughs> That's at the beginning, oh, and then okay. I want to hear him talk with all the pie <laughs> on his face. Uh, we should before we move on. We should uh, promote our all things comedy festival yes. appearances. Probably should have done this at the top of the show, but we're unconventional. Hey, man, you know what? We have retention rates that are through the roof. That's true. People have stuck around and they want to listen. Uh, here we go. Let me get let me get our schedule out here. We're gonna be there Friday, October twenty seventh. Here's the schedule. All right. So we're doing our podcast Friday, October twenty seventh. 
9 to 10.30. This is at the Pop-Up Podcast Studio, which we've been told you don't even have to pay to go. It's a free podcast. Is it? It's first come, first serve. Or is it full of the... No, it's first come, first serve. And there's couches, so anybody can come in. Uh, yeah. Hopefully no homeless people or violent people. But well, even better. Yeah, it's true. Maybe a guy will fart in someone's mouth. The address is... Uh, for one, a dollar. If for those in the area, if you're going to come, it's with a U or no. It's 1 East Washington Street, Suite 130, Phoenix, Arizona. So that's the pop-up podcast. That's Friday. Friday night, we are doing stand-up. Uh, our performance time is as good as ever. It's 11.45 p.m. That's great, dude. It's a weekend. We're going to dominate that night, so come and see us. That's at 50 West Jefferson Street, Unit 200. Unit 200? Yeah. Wait, is this an apartment building? It might be in a business. (laughs) What the fuck is (laughs) that? I don't know. Um, Then we're doing a stand-up show Saturday, October 28th, 11.45 p.m. Stand-up live, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, that's that's where it is. That's Sorry. Both of those are at stand-up live. Yeah. So Friday and Saturday, we'll be at Stand Up Live, 11.45 p.m. Yeah. And uh, I Come believe- out and see us, man. We would, uh, we would love to have a, a good, intimate uh, crowd for this pod- live podcast. I believe we're seeing, uh, we're going to be with Steve Renazizi on Hear Me This Book, and uh, we'll be around that weekend. So uh, you never know what we're going to get into or where we'll be, but for sure, that's where we will be. So right. if you're in the area or you're coming... Uh, <laughs> if you're coming... Finish coming and then yeah, enjoy the show and then come again when you uh, yeah when you're there. But keep in mind if you come, we're gonna come even harder. And if it's not enough to see your favorite podcasters, Dana Shane O'Neill, there'll be others there: Bill Burr, Bert Kreischer, Ari Shafir, Felipe Esparza, Guys We Fucked podcast, the Comedy Store podcast. Garrison Keeler will be there. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be there for sure. <laughs> so come and check us out. Uh, we hope to see some of you there. Uh, those of you out of the country, you should have got a flight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been worth it. Uh, by the way, Eric Hyde seeing him like that really brings John, the great John Pop Popper. To yeah, mind. no, he is like the modern. <laughs> if John Popper never got gastric bypass surgery, he may be Eric Heights. Uh, you, you hinted at this, and I believe it's time to cover it. In Hollywood, there's a movement going on. I'm calling it the creep sweep, and Seagal was caught up in it. Of course. He's been swept. Derek and John were the first to, uh, to be all over this story. So this is from Newsweek is covering this. This is a big deal. Seagal had to open his mouth. He had to get, he had to get all oh, high and mighty. Wait, are you serious? Did he say something like... Uh, uh, no, but I'm saying he got all high and mighty oh. with, peer, with peers. Okay. I was going to say this motherfucker. No, if he had that audacity. Isn't it funny timing that he had yeah. to get all, oh, I find you kneel for the anthem. That's disgusting. Oh, yeah. But you, but I also want you to kneel to suck my dick against your will. So uh, here's, here's a story if you don't know it. There's a woman named Lisa Guerrero. She was an Inside Edition correspondent. Uh, she's worked as an actress since 1990. And uh, she said, nearly every woman I know in Hollywood has been Weinsteined. That's her term. Yeah. At some point in their careers, if not by him, then by someone else. In 1996, Guerrero was a 31-year-old with a few minor roles to her credit. Matlock. Great show. Uh, by the way, yeah. It may be sound like a joke now, but in its heyday, that was like the fucking <laughs> number one shit. Batman Returns. Uh, when her manager, Lorraine Berglund, phoned her with exciting news. They want you to read for the female lead in a Steven Seagal film, Berglund said. By the way, keep in mind, Steven Seagal, Big deal. hottest movie star in the world at this time. You're talking looks. Yeah. 
physical appearance wise. He's a thin guy, as thin as his hair, and he's fucking running with his hands open. Things are good. Uh, chaps, just chop slap running motion. But then the manager dropped the other. The, sh- the other shoe fell. But the audition is going to be held at his house in Beverly Hills. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nobody. By the way, out of the nobody ordinary. holds auditions at their fucking house. Something tells me he didn't hold auditions at his house for the men. Is, does he go with a fat guy robe like all these scumbags? In the mid-90s, it says Seagal is a blah, blah, blah. Um, the casting agency offered to send a female associate, Sherry Rhodes, to accompany Greer on the audition. Uh, but she said this, this was a... She said this was potentially a huge break for me, but there was no way I was going there by myself. So she brought yeah. this other woman with her, uh, wary of Seagal, which she should have been. Upon arrival, Guerrero and Rose were greeted by Seagal, who entered the door, clad only in a silk robe. Of course. Dude, all these guys, this is their move. This is the robe. The silk robe. If you robe. go anywhere and somebody answers in a robe, just fucking walk away. But unless they're the big Lebowski... But the silk is double scumbag because he wants the thin texture to get his dick nice to Dude, feel it. Dude, this robe's coming off. No, I know that, but... He's just a fucking scumbag. I don't think he wants the soft texture on his wiener. <laughs> he just wants his wiener. That was a kimono. That was a kimono with a, with a U. How dare you? I come on you. He ushered them into a side room where he sat in an oversized ornate chair on a, <laughs> on a platform. <laughs> The king. The fucking king. Guerrero says, we called it a throne. This guy sat above them in height. This fucking idiot. Allow us. I want you to sit at my feet. This chair is 18 feet high. It's going to take me some time to get up on. Will you feed me these? By the way, that throne, he can't even climb up on it anymore. He had to have the throne lowered so that he could get. No, it's on hydraulics. Roll it. Oh, it's like a car lift. He's like, it's like he's getting his oil changed. (laughs) Let me climb up on this lifeguard stand. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is what he has in there. <laughs> I've got. To, can somebody put some zinc on my wiener? I failed the lifeguard test four times. The running test is always too much for me. Dude, now at this point, he can float. Yeah, he'd true. be an asset. He then asked Guerrero to read her scenes. When she finished, he, uh, who, he when he Seagal, who's also the producer on the film, fire down below if you're counting at home, said, "You're fantastic. Tell me about yourself." Uh, she drove home feeling pretty good about the audition. Of course. How couldn't you? And that same day, her manager called. And that's when she said, Steven wants to offer you the lead. But once again, there's a condition. God damn. But you have to go back to his house for a private rehearsal tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. By the way, I mean, it doesn't get any fucking <laughs> scummier than a private rehearsal. Yeah, let's do it in my bedroom. How about you that? Fucking the shit. My shower is great acoustics, like where Eric Heights performed his hit song "Taxi man. man." What a fucking piece of shit. Guerrero declined. The Good, smart woman. Lead role uh, went to Marge Helgenberger of CSI fame, but Guerrero was given a small part. He didn't want to seem like too big of a jerk, so he threw a, a bone. On the day she arrived on set, she spotted Seagal talking to male crew members. From Guerrero's perspective, and granted, this is all Guerrero's story. We don't know if, you know, this is true. It's all alleged. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably, a, a, I'm going to say it's probably a better chance of this being true than Seagal's version. Steve's been accused of some, uh, some, semant- li- some, uh, some lying. Semantics like this as well. Some other antics. He might be a pathological liar, allegedly. But has had some other allegations of women saying <laughs> yeah, this isn't the only one. too aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so she arrives on set. She sees Seagal yucking it up, a bunch of guys on the crew. 
from her perspective, it seemed like a scene out of high school. He was, she said, he was looking at me, and then he'd say something to them, and there'd be laughter. Oh, God. She was listed. Her role was the blonde beauty, is what he gave her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Finally. This, this guy, he's literally <laughs> raping her in the credits. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I guarantee you he says it. You see that girl over there? Oh, I fucked her good, yeah. Oh, I tried. And she, she, no, she, you think that he said that she didn't? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He made up some fucking story about how he fucked her. I she, guarantee you. She ate my ass. Oh, she didn't smell her breath. So good. What a fucking piece of shit. Uh, finally, she said he approached me and asked, would you like to go into my dressing room? He's not one to take the turn down lightly. Yeah. Private rehearsal? But by dressing room, he means it's a room full of salad dressing. <clears throat> yeah. It's, I've got ranch. i got Italian. <laughs> Thousand Island. Yeah. i got blue cheese. I like to live on Thousand Island. I that's, got, that's the, the taste that they produce. <laughs> you imagine what grows on the trees. <laughs> I've got vinaigrette. I comb blue cheese nice and thick <laughs> and pungent. Uh, what's, the red, what's the red salad French. Dressing? French, yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> it's bad. I got French dressing. My old man. I used to eat it when I was a kid. My old man loved the season. My dad would make the weirdest salads when I was a kid. He would take a big bowl. Yeah. And then he would put lettuce, which is normal. Carrots, tomato, you know, the normal yeah. salad fixings, all the fixings. Then he would go off the book and he would go, I think a can of tuna, beets. Uh, oh, I like that. Like wax beans, but just all of this is like a yeah. crazy concoction. Oh, that's how I make my salads. And then he would go, I think Caesar dressing. I'll cook a salmon and throw it in there. Oh, put, yeah, it's... put nuts in it. Nuts. Here, who's yeah. nuts? Hi, Put cheese on it. I go, I like that. Uh, well, anyway, once again, Guerrero declined. She's never seen Fire Down Below. I think she was a little scarred from that. And as far as she knows, her scene was cut. By the way, there's a fire, fire down below on my pants. She said, like you said, when I read about Harvey Weinstein, the reports of him appearing in a robe triggered me. She said, that's exactly what Steven Seagal did. I found out later that he was notorious for this. The robe man. God, dude. What are these fucking guys? Why can't you just take them out and shoot them? This is getting crazy. Sorry, my pants. Dude, I'm in the dry cleaner. Steven Seagal, he's, he's like a... He needs to be taken out like old Yeller. Or just bring him. Just fucking, every one of these women should just get one clean shot with a bat. We've been calling for it a while. He's a citizen. Let him go to Russia. Ban him. Ban him. Deportation. Eric Heitz, I admire you. Dream Uh, of Seagal's deportation. (laughs) Man. Uh, An Inside Edition report that will air Thursday evening includes multiple allegations against Seagal spending more than two decades, so they're really going at it. Oh, they're actually going to do it. Oh, good. One of his accusers, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. She was on Stern. She she said that all her and Jamie Presley and a bunch of others said that during a casting session, she was ushered into a room with Seagal who said, so you were a playmate of the year. Take off your dress. God. What a damn. Oh, God. Dude, the problem is, is like you're just preying upon people that are already injured. You know what I mean? Well, you know how many times though we've like we've been in these situations where people just fucking abuse their power? Oh yeah, and we're not, we're dudes. Like I can't even imagine like it, it. You do it in a sexual way. I mean that's fucking. It's just beyond. Well, and then she disgusting. said, she goes on to say, as an aspiring actress, you have zero leverage, which is zero, true. You're yeah. just at their mercy. Uh, she was in Moneyball as well. I don't know why they waited till now to disclose that. Uh, she said, "Who's I going to c- complain about?" Sexual discrimination. He was both the star and a producer. So, like, there was no one really to turn to. And he was red fucking hot. He was hotter than the hot wings that he often had in his... uh... Classic case, though, of, like, all that scumbaggery got him banned from American cinema. 
It goes on to say she later got into sports reporting, where I think she says she was harassed as well at one point. Um, she was taken off Super Bowl coverage because... I can only imagine sports. Sports yeah. might have to be worse than fucking Hollywood. Um, A lot of tomfoolery so there going you go. on out Steve there. Steve Seagal uh, get caught up in the creep hey, sweep. guess what, dude? Just another, another little notch on his belt of fucking disgusting shit that he does. But his album, as long as, long as his album's good... He should sing about this. I took Jenny McCarthy, tell her to take off her top. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should do. Just, I am also a cop. <laughs> <laughs> take off your top. Should we play a Seagal song? Yeah, might as well. Just one. Before that, if did we- you see this on Twitter? Danish O'Neill on Twitter, if you want to hit us up. Sean Smith. I don't know if he likes first and last name, but I'll give it to him. Yeah, it's his handle. So what am I going to do? <laughs> People can find him. He said, and this is I'm reading his quote. I'm not. This is verbatim. I accidentally farted in front of my girlfriend at two months today. I wish I could tell you how she reacted, but all I could hear was air raid sirens. <laughs> how do you? Two months. He might have a loose asshole. Uh, yeah. Look, there's that's, some there's some early. creepers and some some slippers. That's early. No, no, but I, it sounded like it might have been. A, it was an accident. No, it wasn't actually. Yeah. That's still early oh, no. for an accident. That's extremely early. And, <laughs> I mean, that's you may have jeopardized your entire relationship. Well, yeah, keep us posted if she stays, if she's gone. You never know what people keep in their head. There's specific things they remember. And maybe during sex, she brings up this ripper. Hopefully, it was just a squeaker, not a ripper. It may have been just a big, long ripper uh, that once it started, he couldn't stop it. But what if it was the underwear juicer? <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to wipe that out after. <laughs> he sharded. Look, man, you can redeem yourself. But two months What's in, that? it's early. You you better the next yeah. six months. You better play your cards right. A lot of times when you when you rip one two months in, you just call that relationship over <laughs> and you move on. <laughs> Maybe they bonded over it. I feel like it puts you in too much of a friend zone. We, like, we, hey, that's hilarious, buddy. We knew I'm a not- guy. Won't say his name. Still a friend of ours. Early on in his relationship, he said not only did he have braces, he had to take a shit when they were like yeah. out walking around. All that he could find was a bridge, like a, like over a little stream. He had to lean out over the bridge, ass over the water. His lady was holding his hands. And this was less than now a year. Now they're married with children. Less than a year. But she's also never looked at him the same. That's true. <laughs> Dude, after <laughs> You know what I would do? I would just shit my pants and say I have to go home. Or just like run... You run away. <laughs> but how many times has this happened? I've blown deals just because I have to take a shit and I'm going home and I won't do it. Like, I've blown opportunities to hook up because I was like, I, I got to fucking... See, that's where we differ. I'll take... Uh, I will not. I have a stomach disease and when I have to shit, I have to shit. Years ago, I would not. Maybe now I would, but early days, I would not. I'm not going to I would drive. also leave... I would also... Like, you ever just... You know, you have a meal and you just get your stomach. You just have rippers all night. I've had multiple times where I know that I cannot perform because I have to keep walking out of the room to, to make up an excuse to let out a huge ripper like out the window. Courtney's got to the point where she pushes on my stomach hoping that I'll let out a ripper. It's become like, I'm like, hey, lady. Are you serious? You're messing with fire here. It's still leave me alone. Would she put her ear by your asshole that push on the stomach? She's real eager. She also told me oh. she knows a lady who would leave her apartment in the middle of the night to fart? No, to shit. Go to like a Seven Eleven or something. What's this girl's number? I think she heard I'd be perfect. <laughs> I think it hurt. I think her, she's your fiance. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but that's what if the guy wakes up and he's like, "Where is she?" And then she's like, "Where have you been?" And what if he's jealous? 
And then it's like, I can't tell you. It caused a lot of problems. I can't tell you. Dude, I've been tempted to go to the bathroom behind the dumpster in where I park my car. By the way, because I only have one bathroom. If you tell adults this, some are like, they're like, I can't even believe this. A world where people aren't farting in front of each other or shit. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. They can't believe what the new generation has turned yeah. to. Yeah. Well, I got news. But we're for fucking you. harder than ever. You know what? Fifty percent of marriages fail, and I again, <laughs> I'll say it once. I'll say it again. I think it's all due to people getting too comfortable with their rippers. So <laughs> there you go. Who needs a marriage therapist? The first question. I am a marriage counselor. The doctor First question, are you farting in front of each yeah, other? I guarantee you. And they'd be like, yeah, he does it all the time. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, it might be too late for this relationship because your mind will always remember those. And it, that's a power. When you involve smell in an, and audio, that conjures up a whole new memory system. So anytime you smell a ripper, you're going to think of your significant other. Two months in. It's early. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> God, Godspeed. <laughs> She might just start really beefing them. That's the concern. If she's like two can play at this game. Because there's sometimes couples where like one person gains a lot of weight and the other's like, what am I fighting for? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gaining ever, a lot of weight. All I ever think about is that video that from Boner City that that guy sent me. Oh, it's disturbing. Of the black hole, a ripper, pull out. It's an ass. It's a mother. There's a child in the room. It's a fucking TV on. He later claimed it was not a child in the room. There was a child in the room. <laughs> I have video evidence. I think he dropped off as a fan. Maybe one of our one star. He may have gone off the fucking grid. The, yeah, he may have. He may, he may have, have moved to Slab City by Palm Springs. He may have burned his apartment down and run for the hills. Yeah, man. Uh, this is a story. This is uh, apropos for the time of year. It's Halloween-y time, ladies and gentlemen. It is Halloweeners. I'm, I'm already seeing people in costumes. Are you? No. I've seen some. Shut up. Walking around? Where? Like uh, to parties? Seen a couple kids with parents going places. I don't no. Know. They get one. They get one day. They're, if you want to wear it on a Wednesday, dude. There's already. You didn't see any on the weekend. They're out. No, grown adults are out. They're having early well, I parties. Yeah. See, here's the thing. On weekends, I stay away from everything. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking for it. No, but no, I, but know, I, I, I fucking. I, I lock my doors and stay inside. I'm <laughs> a late night weekday guy. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to miss your. I'm tired uh, of society. You don't want to miss your neighbor changing if he's over in the you window. See, you saw the view I have. It's great. It is. I uh, masturbated just to the window view. Uh, I've I've done with society, especially weekends. I'm done with weekends specifically, especially where I live. It's they're bad. This is from. Uh, I still don't know if this guy is S. Wavery or Swavery. It just reads as Swavery. But let's go with Swavery. All right. Sounds like a weird pirate with one name. Yeah, so it's like a guy who's, who's a big fan of slavery. Wouldn't let it go. Or he has a speech impediment. Swavery. <laughs> Still a racist with a speech impediment. Uh, this has been an often debated topic on this show. Are people poisoning the candy? No, no. no they're not. It's been proven. <laughs> Are they not? You're gonna make me, I'm gonna flip out here because this is such a fucking con. What do you want from us, America? This is it's a, lies. This direct. This is an answer. Okay. Whether are they? Or By the way, they? who's this answer coming from? Slavery. No, it's uh. What's the poll? Some article. I don't know. I just cut and paste part of it because it was okay. long and boring. It might be fucking some sort of tomfoolery site. It says razor blades, poison, pins, LSD. They've all been planted in. Halloween candy over the years by sadistic adults intent on harming sh- strangers' children. We've been told. Yeah. 
In recent years, you were almost ready to get flipped out. I, I yeah, because I was like, you fucking liar. You <laughs> see your blood pressure rising. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. Only able to pop, I waited. You had I waited to pop to a pill like an angry grandfather who's yelling at somebody. Blood pressure's going through the roof. I almost had a stroke. In recent years, images of nails and other foreign objects and Halloween candy have swept across social media. Someone sent me a funny one. It was uh, one of those, you know, a joker on Twitter. Guys yeah. known for funny tweets. And he did a little fun size candy bar with like a full size like dagger. <laughs> He's like, look what my nephew found in his candy. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That's funny. But the tales of tainted treats are urban myths, according to this article, which I still don't know if I believe. You son of a bitch. How many times do we have to tell you? Nobody's ever fucking done it. Joel Best. Great name. Very cocky. Yeah, <laughs> his cousin's Joel Worst. He's a professor of sociology and criminal justice at the University of Delaware. Looked a prestigious. A, this, uh, this, this guy college. took it on his own shoulders to <laughs> conduct a study. Yeah, but you, why'd you waste your time? Why you just call me? I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> he looked at reported incidents of Halloween sadism, as he calls it, going back to 1958. What do you look at newspapers? Yeah, I guess I did the same research. This guy was in the micro and macro fiche section of the library. Best said he was unable to find a substantiated report of a child being killed or seriously injured. That doesn't mean that they were minorly injured by a contaminated treat in the course of trick-or-treating. The only proven cause of a child dying from poison Halloween candy occurred in Pasadena, Texas. Not Pasadena, California. Whoa. In 1974. Maybe that's where Eric Heitz is headed. Pasadena, <laughs> Texas. He's going Dallas to Pasadena, Texas. Yeah. And that's it. But Timothy O'Brien's father, not a stranger, put cyanide in the eight-year-old's eight pixie sticks. Yeah, his, his own father. That doesn't count as trick-or-treating, by the way. Ronald Clark O'Brien is the kid's father, sometimes called the Candy Man. <laughs> and the man who killed Halloween. Don't say it three <laughs> times, dude. The Candy Man will show up. <laughs> the Candy Man is one nickname, and then the man who killed Halloween is another. Who's making these nicknames? <laughs> man, one's got a real catch to it. The other is just a real mouthful. <laughs> hey, is that the man that killed Halloween? What do you say? That's Candy Man. Is that the MWKH? <laughs> They're like, it's too long. Let's call him the Candy Man. And then the Candy Man made that candy awesome man song. Can. No, he made the so. Okay, yeah, Candyman. <laughs> Who once tried to pull into the uh, comedy store parking lot on the Tuesday night, in quotes, urban show with like 14 cars. And I went up and I go, hey, who, guys, who are you? Hey, man, the Candyman. <laughs> like three cars back. I go, who? You know, the Candyman. Ooh, boy, I love you. I go, you guys got to go. Get the, Get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Candyman. <laughs> the you got the Candyman with you? <laughs> that, that would be more reason not to park here. <laughs> They had like 10 cars. The lot fits like 15 cars. Let me get the fuck out of here. Uh, reported incident. You know, that, by the way, the candy man was executed. Do you ex- think he that was guy worked his way down to the comedy store? Like he went. Yeah, he tried. Like, prestigious places. <laughs> and then finally goes, no, dude, we could definitely park at the comedy store. And then after the comedy store, he tried the Toys R Us. And they were like, get the <laughs> fuck He out. tried Saddle Ranch. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, come in, candy man. Oh, candy man, we Ride love you. Ride the mechanical bull. Uh, the candy man, the killer, was executed in 84 for his crime. So Good. Didn't pay. Reported incidents are normally hoaxes. Typically, this is done by the kids, Best said. Today yeah, you can't trust these kids. They're liars. He said, today it's easy to stick something in your candy, whip out your phone, snap a picture, and get it out on social media. Best is pissed about this. A lot of work. Whip it out. A lot of work for nothing for Best. Of course, there's no harm in checking the candy. At the very, this is the article. At the very least, is a great excuse to sample the goods. Ooh, 
Ooh, good line. <laughs> this guy doing some real old man humor. That wasn't best. That was the writer of the article. Oh, well, whoever. He's doing some real good dad jokes. Could be her. And for many Americans, it's a lot harder to swallow By the, the way, idea. no, oh, no, that some dude wrote that because it's too <laughs> shitty. It's <laughs> so, so fucking idiot. Guy. So we still stand divided. <laughs> dude, I don't know how much more evidence you need. It's coming around the corner. You know what, though? ISIS may have infiltrated the candy industry, and maybe kids are going to bite into fucking bombs. Who knows? There you go. That's what the government would have you believe. Be careful out there, everybody. I'm going to turn the last half of the show into some sort of conspiracy theory show. What are you, Sam Tripoli? (laughs) Uh, Let me see here. Oh, hey, by the way, I have a good fucking documentary to recommend to everybody. It's on Hulu, so if you have Hulu, it's free, and it's called Too Funny to Fail. And dude, I was dying. It's about the failed uh, 1996 Dana Carvey uh, sketch show that lasted for like 10 episodes. A teacher I had in the Groundlings, the improv, was a writer on that was show. Was he? And performer, a girl lady. Well, the writers are go like this. Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert. She may have just been a, a, a performer. Stephen Colbert, uh, fucking uh, Robert Smigel, Louis C.K., John Glasser. Uh, and th- about three other fucking huge people, dude. It was, and I. Re- Do you ever watch it? Did no. you watch it in the nineties? No, dude. It was. If you watch it, so I started watching it now, and I remember the shit. It's fucking. It's exactly perfect for this time. Like it doesn't. It was too far ahead of its time. They literally have a sponsor. Its sponsors were dropping out literally on a weekly basis. So first sponsor was like Mugs Root Beer. Uh, Root Beer's The Dana Carvey Show. They'd literally put in the title of it. And then he would spend the whole time shitting on Muggs Root Beer and Mountain Dew and Taco Bell. And every week they would pull the fucking sponsorship. I once delivered insane. groceries to Dana Carvey. Nice guy. Didn't really, we didn't really talk too much, but he exchanged pleasantries. Well, I, I recommend it. For anybody who's a comedy fan, it's a hilarious documentary of these guys. And this was all like most of these guys' first big break. It was, uh, it was a the launching show was band. good. It was also on... Uh, no, it was not a lunging pad. It actually stifled a lot of people's careers. <laughs> a lot of One guy left, left Seinfeld because he saw the show. He goes, I'm leaving Seinfeld. I'm coming to write on this fucking show. Did you show. mention... Um, what's his name? The uh, son's... What's his... Uh, Charlie Kaufman. Oh, Charlie Kaufman, yeah. That's the improv teacher would always talk about him from that show. Crazy. Being John Malkovich adaptation. Yeah, he was a writer too, right? Academy Award winner of uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Let's uh, let's get back into the Halloween spirit here. Right, let's do this it. This is from Evan. I've been sitting on this one for a while, but I believe it seems time to do it. Do it to it. If you don't, if you didn't hear the episode where we discussed flying humanoids in Chicago, uh, Ch- Chi-Town? There's been other sightings in the Chicago area. Why Chicago? Flying humanoids love Chicago. They love that deep dish pizza, and man. And they love the beef. They love the beef. They love it. Al's beef. Not my <laughs> You're old man. You're just throwing away that stuff. <laughs> is it Al's? Al's is my personal favorite well, and a lot of people's. One. It's my dad's name. Yeah. So I remember it. So this is from uh, Singular f- 14, but it's T-E-A-N. Wait, this, dot is a, com. this is a publication? Yes. Singular 14? Dot com. But it's for. Wait, is this F-O-R. that same guy that was writing this humanoid shit? Is this that same the idiot? The expert, yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. his site. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it is his site? Is it? No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. He's he's mentioned it here. Okay. Oh, it's not him, though. Two right? new sightings of the bat-like flying humanoid that has been haunting Chicago since early 2017 have been reported in the city's Little Village neighborhood. Are you familiar with that area? Little Village? Yeah. No, I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's where Matt Roloff uh, hangs out. <laughs> Just nothing but little people? That's <laughs> where... It's where uh, the boy got married. What was the son's name? Uh, Jacob. Kyle? Or, yeah. No, no Jacob's the ja- small one. Jacob's uh, the one that almost got killed by the Trebuchet. Zach. Zach. Zach would wear the Civil War hat. Yeah, he probably got married there <laughs> in Little Village. The sightings reported to Manuel Navarrete of UFO Clearinghouse on September. UFO? What is that? Is that a offshoot of Price, <laughs> Price Water? They go to your door, door to door, give you Just big checks. Your- Whatever. They give you a big spaceship. <laughs> They're like, hey, congratulations. Uh, on September 20th and 21st, respectively, but occurred oh, wait, earlier pub- in the month. Oh, yeah, that's why I say pro- publisher's clearing. <laughs> the report submitted on September 20th actually took place on the 16th, according to investigators. Ooh. This report was uh, submitted to UFOCH on Wednesday, September Dude, 20th. How cra- So I want to know what these guys' lives are on a daily basis. They check in. They They're clock. like, hey, by the way, oh, did you hear about this? This is just fucking, this, on the ham radio system, this must have been the hottest topic of discussion. Do you think, is there an office where they're like, who ate my lasagna leftovers in the fridge? Yeah, it's called your mom's <laughs> garage. Wait, why is my mom involved in it? Maybe your mom's housing this fucking publication. I hope not. Dude, these fucking guys, oh, they're like, we just got another one. I just can't even understand the fucking mindset of these people. Like, when they hear about this, they're like, we got another. This is unfucking believable. They have a, a tick, a, a, put a line across those yeah. four. This is five humanoids and all. <laughs> what is, something's going on here, man. Yeah, you fucking idiots. They just have, uh, there's something happening here playing over and over again. Just that Dude, it's no, Yeah, but it's performed by Guns and Hoses. <laughs> it's performed they by Eric. They have like a shitty version it's of it. It's performed by Eric Heights. I hope maybe he could join Guns and Hoses. <laughs> they wouldn't let that riffraff in, let's be honest. The actual incident happened on Saturday, September 16, 2017, about 10 o'clock in the evening. This is their official report, very official. 10 o'clock in the evening. A UFO CH investigator did talk to the witnesses and the investigators. Dude, who goes out? <laughs> they have a guy that goes out and investigates? Into the field. Does interviews? Oh, yeah. Hey, we need a reporter on the ground within 24 hours. I can only imagine how inept these people are with other people. So, like, Bob is our least socially inept guy. Send him out. Yeah, he's this guy. Everyone's on the spectrum. He's the he's least. The, he's the closest to being normal. We got to get this. Fu- get him on the ground now. He's good with people. What like do you guy in dude, office space? He's got to have like a fucking magnetic decal that he puts on the side of his door that oh, says like, what are they? What are these guys called? The, UF- the UFOCH. UFOCH. You think he has a siren in case he needs to get there in a hurry and there's get traffic? The fuck out of the way! <laughs> fucking- I have witnesses to talk to. Let's go. There's been humanoid sightings. And the investigator's notes will appear below. The original report was submitted in Spanish. Said never. <laughs> <laughs> like, by the way, guys, we got to have a meeting. No more reports submitted in Spanish. I mean, guys, it took this guy weeks. He doesn't even speak Spanish. Guys, like, I, I get it that you you got your Rosetta Stone going, but you can't be writing these in Spanish anymore. Stop messing with me, guys. Who brought Julio in? Because Julio does not speak English. But he is great with the witnesses. They don't understand them, but they really fall in love with his charm. Uh, so this is your Spanish thing. What the fuck is writing in Spanish? 
El humanoid. Remember the Lachusa is what they were calling. Yeah. So maybe this is some Lachusa sighting. <laughs> this is a great. This is an unbelievable. I read this report and it really tickled my fancy. <laughs> Are you, do you translate it from Spanish? No, it's in English. Thank God. Uh, never read it. Can believe. we? Uh, we should write them and say, can we have the original Spanish report? We don't please? believe you. Uh, so here it is. We were walking back from visiting a family member's house when we saw what looked like a large bat fly over our heads and continue down the street. As we continued walking, we saw the bat had landed on the ground across the street from the Tiendita in parentheses con- convenience store. And I was sure, was sure why they didn't translate that one word. <laughs> Maybe no one. They're like, we've got everything down Can't figure it out. this one thing. We're it's fucked. It's throwing us off. We are fucked. What is it? On the corner of Ridgeway and 24th, Okay. We also noticed that it was looking right at us as we walked toward the intersection. It was very easy to see, see it with the lights. As we got nearer, we saw someone come out of the Tiendita across the street. This thing turned its attention towards the person who saw it and screamed and took off running. La Chusa! Run! Get the light lives! <laughs> Go run, mijo, please! Oh, no! JD! <laughs> uh, it was then that it turned back to us and opened its wings and took a step towards us. Oh, he's, dude, he's getting aggressive. This is a gang fight. Yeah. Not in front of the TND, though. Let's take our business elsewhere. Dude, yeah. Mario's I can see the guy that owns it coming out here and be like, you look chooser, you get the fuck off my property. Not here. Well, I've had problems with the police here recently. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, my sister and I did not stand around to see what was going to happen next and took off running back towards 23rd Street. Dude, I could see this being a horror movie. The chooses invade some <laughs> sort of the, the south side of Chicago where there's a ton of gang violence. And they the kill gangs them. join together to try to kill the Lechuzas. Oh, wow, you may be on to something. There we go. Sold. The family member's house where we had come from was near the viaduct where the train goes over. A very detailed report here. Yeah. This large bat let out a shriek and took off into the air because it flew just over our heads and then landed about 15 feet in front of us on the road as playing games with well, this it. thing's fucking around. Oh, it's, it wants the party. It could it have been a bird? I don't know. It looked right at us and shrieked at us. At that time, a car turned on a ridgeway from behind us on 24th Street. This bat took off from the road and, and took off. <laughs> says took off from the road and took off? Yeah. Hey, leaving, okay, he's just trying to be clear. Leaving, I believe, I believe he means flew away and then like left. Yeah. Uh, leaving us cowering on the sidewalk. I don't know if they were spooning each other. Oh, no. What's happening? <laughs> somebody go to the... Somebody go run to the... What is the store called? Tiendita. Somebody run to the Tiendita. It actually translates... Use the payphone. To little store. I don't want to oh. be... Well, it's a little village. Yeah, that's true. Small doorways. Uh, we have never been so scared in all our lives. We Dude. have to think that what would have happened to us if that car had not turned the corner when it did. Yeah, well, what, what would have happened to you? Probably nothing. I think death. Dude, it, it is a small area. It's going to be small people. If this was a big bird, it may have seemed like a human. The car continued its way, not even stopping. We headed back to our family member's house, and her son gave us a ride home. By the way, it's the second report that I was saying is great. Okay. It wasn't that one. Because <laughs> this one was pretty decent. While investigators with UFO Clearinghouse do feel the witnesses were genuine in their interview. Dude, I can't stop the UFO Clearinghouse. <laughs> who voted on this fucking I name? believe the same people who named the man the man who killed Halloween was involved in the naming. UFO Clearinghouse! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so stupid. We it should make so UFO official. Clearinghouse t-shirts. They'll probably sue us, though. Yeah, Maybe just with, oh, really? with what with what money they can <laughs> borrow true. from their fucking mom. 
And we'll do it in Spanish to throw them off the track. They're like, hey, we can't do anything. This lawsuit's all in Spanish. <laughs> it is their opinion that further follow-up is needed due to the somewhat unique nature of the sighting. They believe there's okay. honesty. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. It, it, so they couldn't get all the information they needed upon one interview? Dude, they're turning the screws. This is what these people do. Do you think this they idiot... separate the witnesses. You know what happened? This, this stupid idiot forgot to turn his tape recorder on. He goes back to UFO Clearinghouse headquarters. And, like, and the guy's like, damn you it. fucking moron. And then they're like, I'm going to be the good UFO clearinghouse man. You're going to be the bad one. Yeah, we're going back. <laughs> Let's get some This answers. time, we're going to make sure we have a tape recorder that works. And this is in quotes from Navarrete, the guy I mentioned at the beginning. After receiving the report, investigator did make contact with the witnesses and spoke at length with both of them via telephone. I don't know if that was cell phone or landline. Okay. doesn't state. Or maybe Google phone. <laughs> you know what? I think it was a fucking tin cup with may a have, string attached may to been, it. may have been a payphone. Something tells Jesus me outside Christ. the Tiendita. Both siblings spoke of the events leading up to the encounter. Neither strayed from the story. As, to, Hold on. as okay. told in the sighting you report. Split them up. Try to get him off track. Wait, by the way, it's the simplest story ever. They're like, it flew in front of us. Then it fucking squealed, plus then it flew had, behind us. Plus, they've had a week to go over it if they were lying. Plus, we don't know the intelligence level of these children either. Or, I want an IQ test. I also want a vision test. These idiots they, may have these, just seen a, a real bat. I get the impression they're adults, but I don't know. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't know the intelligence level of these UFO clearinghouse people. This is morons interviewing morons about something <laughs> that was fucking is easily explainable. Even after being questioned by the investigators separately, they both told the exact same story with no embellishment. <laughs> it's the sign of truth. You can lie, still be lying your fucking ass off. They have both agreed to meet with a field investigator to retrace the they steps. They have a field investigator? Who is funding this operation? Eric Heitz? Somebody's what are you fucking kidding me? Somebody's rich parents, and they're pissed Dude, about it. Yeah, if they're alive. No, they're like, this is, we actually, he's doing more than we actually expected he would in life. <laughs> That's true. We thought he'd be in jail for pedophilia by now. Let's this let is him keeping him away from the playgrounds. Let him have fun with his friends. <laughs> this is keeping him away from the children. Just fucking. But now he's interviewing the children. Yeah, he's he dangerous. Probably, uh, but he, now he's using the money to buy drones to talk to the children and interview them. <laughs> they uh, they want to re- have them retrace the steps of the site of the encounter. We retrace the steps. What? What are you, you, you idiots? What are you going to find? You're not going to find answers. You know why? Because there's. It doesn't exist what you're talking about. Is this a flying humanoid pubic hair? Oh, it is. Put oh, it, let me, let put me it smell in the don't, Put a glove on. Don't touch that with your bare hands. <laughs> let me lick it. Uh, this will be scheduled at a future date, and any information will be posted on the website in case you guys are dying Dude, to know. They stretch this out so long because there's nothing to do at this fucking organization that they have to spend a two years. <laughs> let's do a walkthrough. Tell us the story let's again. Do, let's do a rehearsal of the walkthrough, just uh, in case. You have nothing better to do. <laughs> let's make sure our batteries are charged in our cars. <laughs> God damn. Uh, this is my favorite part, and we used to love this on the Bigfoot show, and they would go over what they felt about the witness uh, from like a one-minute meeting of these people. They don't even know. <laughs> this is Navarrete again. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to say that people that believe in humanoids that go out and start an organization <laughs> called UFO Clearinghouse have zero ability to judge someone's character. And they're people who are telling you what you want to hear, so of course you're going to believe them. They're like, you have a big dick. They're honest. They're an honest person. Yeah. They tell it like it is. He's got to be. Look at the look in his eye. He tells the truth. I know people. It is the investigator's opinion that the sighting appears genuine. But further investigation is warranted since the nature of the sighting is completely different than any of the others. I believe a TND was not involved. 
Field investigators will be sent to the location with the next 72 hours to gather. Who's paying for these flights? Are they flying or are they in Chicago? Bob, I can't take work off at Target, okay? I can't get it off. Well, someone's got to be out there within 72 hours. Quit. All right, I'm going to take you my gotta sick quit. days. Macy's is, hiring. Six days. Macy's is hiring for Christmas. Yeah, you'll get a job. You'll get, you'll with your just, skill set, Plus, you'll about, bounce back. We're about to take off when this Lechuza story goes national. Everyone's going to be coming out. How, how do they generate money? They don't. There's no way to generate money doing this. So they're going to gather additional data and attempt to speak with people in the area and attempt to gather more info. And this is the if this guy. If these guys came to my house, if I lived in this area, these guys show up at my house, start asking about, did I see, I would literally, I would shoot them, drag them into my house and cut my arm with a knife and put the knife in their head to be done with these idiots. A lot of people didn't believe the Ghostbusters when they first started. I would literally say, get the, you have 30 <laughs> seconds. You have three seconds to get the fuck off my property or I'm going to take this machete and I'm going to cut your goddamn arms off. Uh, this the next report. This is a great report, I believe. I could be wrong again. <laughs> Submitted on September twenty first. Actually, occurred earlier in the month on the 9th. This guy needed some time to find their numbers and yeah. get their ducks in a row. September 9th, two thousand seventeen. At about ten thirty p.m., I was standing outside with some friends. No word if this was in Spanish or not. Okay. Ooh, grilling carnitas, so it may have been. <laughs> and drinking beer and listening to some music. Was it a Modelo? Does not say. Okay. And it doesn't say if the music was a mariachi or not. Okay. By the way, so two mariachis in full mariachi gear carrying their uh, instruments, no cases, oh, got wow. into a van of other waiting mariachis <laughs> to go to a game. It was quite That's a great. sight. <laughs> Maybe the worst outfit that you have to wear oh, out to the black. go to the. It's black. Yeah, it's hot. Basically it's the, like made out of, what is that, velvet? It's basically the Three Amigos outfit. Uh, we were on South Harding, just past 25th Avenue. I know where that is. La Villita, the little village neighborhood of Chicago once again. Okay. We were talking when we heard a very loud sound that sounded like a scream. It was loud enough that the entire neighborhood must have heard it. As we looked around to see if someone needed help, one of my friends saw a large black figure with large black wings landing across the street near name redacted for privacies. Do you think that uh, the guy was sc- the humanoid was screaming because the guy was burning the carnitas? I think maybe the music. He's like, Come on, motherfucker! They, I like how they named someone's house in the report near so and so's house, and they redacted it. Oh, maybe that's why it took so long for the article to come out. There's a lot true. of redactions. It landed right past the tree and was standing by the gate to so and so's fence. <laughs> Name redacted for privacy. I don't know why they would want to be named in this report. Well, they just say it flew across the street to a neighbor's house, stood in front of the neighbor's fucking fence. Do you think anyone's looked up in the sky and seen those Lechuzas and they go, there goes the, there goes the real estate. Prices. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> there goes the little, little I was, village. I was trying to sell my house. Now no one's going to buy it. Yeah. If we had just regular humanoids, it'd be fine. But now these Lechuzas are coming in. <laughs> it was so easy to see because the fence is white and the street light across the street was lighting up the area. It stood there and seemed to be doing something with its wings. May have been jerking off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe he was wearing a robe. Could this have been Seagal? Could have been. Interesting. He, he, did, he did buy a fly suit, a squirrel suit. Yeah, maybe it's a guy. Maybe a bunch of fucking guys are just landing in their uh, parachuters. <laughs> At one point, this thing stretched out its wings, and they must have been about nine feet wide, but did not look like the wings of a bird. 
on the, the wings stood, of a dove. <laughs> the thing stood there for about 15 seconds more before it must have noticed us and looked right at us. Oh, really? Oh, really? It lands in a street in front of a house, and it's like, oh, hey, I'll be, no one will notice me here. I'm going to stretch out my nine-foot fucking wings. It was tired. How many people were at this party inside? I have no idea. Things stood there for about 15 seconds more before it must have noticed us and looked right at us with large glowing red eyes. And then it shot up into the air and over the houses and was gone. We all saw it and looked like a black demon with large wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a black demon in your neighborhood <laughs> with large wings. It's flying around. You fucking idiot. You guys should all fucking... It might be... Baba Duke. It could be the Baba Duke. 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 <laughs> Baba. <laughs> And investigators reached out to this witness for further details, and any updates will be added to the article. Thank you. Why not <laughs> please, just let me yeah. read on? <laughs> please, please. Both sightings happened within a week of the previously reported sighting in this little village neighborhood, and all three show return to nighttime sightings. How hard are these guys jerking their dicks oh, over the duck? Is there time to so shine? much activity here. About time. Oh, my God. We've been waiting. The clearing house. They're out been... there with all their fucking weirdo instruments they made by themselves. Yeah, made out of coat hangers and, some, <laughs> and fucking old coffee cans. Hot dogs on strings. You have no, you have no expertise in anything. I'm an expert in it. I'm, just, I'm probably just as an expert as you are because it's, it doesn't exist. So how can you fucking know anything? Chicago's little village is less than five miles from Lake Michigan, which is well within the zone around the Great Lake that seems to spawn most of the sightings. Vacation spot. Uh, most of the sightings have taken place near Lakefront within a few miles of Lake Michigan, although there are some reports coming from the suburbs surrounding Chicago. The sightings generally take place in the evening or at night often in an area near a park and around water, and witnesses consistently describe a large bat or bird-like creature with humanoid features, although in one... Wait, what are humanoid features? I don't know. Mustaches? <laughs> large noses? <laughs> I don't know. Although in one case, the creature was reportedly insect-like. That guy's been shunned. Yeah, this guy's a liar. He's bullshit. You're hey, full of shit. Hey, when you, when you realize that it looked more like humanoid, then you can come back and be in the fucking story. <laughs> UFO clearinghouse. <laughs> Also offered the following plea to witnesses who may be concerned with being identified publicly. <laughs> You're not, you don't want to get fired from your job. Dude. You're associating with these idiots. You know that the guy who had his name uh, redacted from the neighbor, he's probably like, you fucking morons, do not say my name where I fucking live. I don't want to be associated with you dumbasses. Please. We need you in this article. Go fuck yourself, UFO clearing out. <laughs> Here's their plea. This is a plea to any witnesses that have had similar encounters Dude, in the little village neighborhood. Them. Let's call them. Oh, we should. Let's call them. You are assured that your report and your identity will remain anonymous if you so wish. The information gathered, maybe they're scared Dude, no, of retaliation. Dude, we have got to call them and report an L.A. sighting and have our names used and have them print an article. We got to do it. That's true. We got to go to Griffith Park, tell them we'll do an interview, we'll do the walkthrough, we'll do everything just to we read need, our story. We need our story down. Yeah, we need to. We were listening to Eric Heights' Taxi Man grilling some kielbasa. Yeah, our up pants in the were, park. Our pants were off. We weren't fucking. We were just getting tanned. Yeah, we still had our underwear on. That's how we like to grill. Then some women came. They sucked both our oh, penises. Oh, dude, what if we were, we were making love to women in the park? <laughs> we saw these humanoids, one behind us and one in front of us. We're not going to embellish and say it was great sex. It was okay. Yeah. These women were, were models <laughs> from, from Sweden. 
Maybe it's just all about us talking about how fucking sweet we are, how cool we are. We rented a Ferrari for the day. We uh, they they stopped in front of our Lamborghini with spread their wings. One had D breasts, the other had E's. But one was an E and one was a C cup. They were lopsided. Yeah. Uh, so that will keep you anonymous. The information gathered here will be purely for research purposes into these sightings. I'll call them. What, do they have a phone number? I'm sure you can get it on this. I'm going to call them. It will not be shared with anyone else outside of the UFO Clearinghouse Research Team. What are they scared <laughs> of giving your information to like banks? <laughs> we don't, want people, not we don't want people to steal your identity and go walk around saying they're the ones that are fucking. It said in will in all caps not. Be shared with any government or law enforcement if you're skeptical. Because <laughs> the government's like, hey, you, hey, UFO Clearinghouse, you have to give us all the information. And you're like, hey, you know what, government? Fuck you. No, we won't. We're not going to do that. You're going to tax these people more. You're just going to cover it up like you always do. <laughs> I, that's how what they told the ET. They put the same thing in Spanish, that message, just in case any Spanish people who live in the, the Villita neighborhood. Uh, here's a link. Below, oh, here's the number. To report a sighting, contact. Here's the guy who's the expert, Lon Strickler. We mentioned last time. That's Lon Strickler at phantomsandmonsters.com or call him directly. <laughs> this probably is. Oh number. my god. Four one zero. It's kid, it's kids probably gonna answer and be like, hello. I'm like, hey, is your father there? I'm calling. Uh, I have something to report to the UFO clearinghouse. Oh, not again. No, my dad's a dork. Dad's dad's mommy made dad go to the mental institution. <laughs> You can call Lonnie at 410-241-5974. Fill out UFO Clearings House contact form and be harassed by them weekly. To get in touch with Manuel Navarrete or reach out to us directly at the singular 14, spelled F-O-R-T-E-A-N, society through our contact page. All right, I'm contacting them next week. Do you want the number? I mean, I'll get it from you it's privately. Four, it's 410 right, Stop. Oh, I gave it out over the air. It's in the article. I'm, I'm, I know. I don't. But I, it, it, you know it's going to be. I don't want these idiots. I don't oh, want I already, any fucking. I already said it. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't want any fucking. You know these idiots. Don't ruin it for O'Neill. Don't ruin his good time, everybody. <laughs> Um, Let him be the one. Well, that's it. good. That was perfect for Halloween. Yeah. Everyone be careful out there. I got a couple shout outs to give. Uh, first one's to Brian. He says, hey, you cunts. Love the podcast. You guys are hilarious. But I my s- girlfriend. I saw that one. Casey can only take 30 minutes, which is about double the amount of listening I think I time. Already, I think I covered that one last time. Oh, did he send you? Oh, well, then it was it. Did he send you that? <laughs> he, he, I was on the email as well. Oh, got it. All right. Well, uh, then I have uh, one more here. Okay. This is uh, this is for a birthday. This goes back to something we had talked about previously. Is this Hammer? No, this is from Wyatt. It was Hammer's twenty first. He wanted me to say. So his uh, his he says his girlfriend <laughs> sent me a, a video of her doing Dassey impressions. Okay, and uh, which is he said is slowly ruining uh, their relationship. I could see that she won't stop doing them. I heard them. They're they're interesting. <laughs> And then uh, she says, uh, she, she also, because I uh, have so many emails that come in, I often don't look at them. Uh, I don't, she sent me some tit pics to mm. entice me to go listen to the Dazzy tapes, wow, she, which worked. She was feeling like she wasn't being heard. Uh, she has some beautiful beefers. Wow. So I'm sure this guy's probably not happy about that. 
But he said her birthday is Saturday. Sounds like he may not like us in general. Would he like? No, he says he, he's. He's, he's but the I'm one saying, who turned her on to it. But I'm it, saying with what he's dealing with now, he's like, I should yeah. have never turned her on yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so her birthday is Saturday, October 21st. Wow. Happy, Anyone know she can get a shout out? Happy birthday. Her name's Summer. Summer. It's a and nice name. She, he says, I'm a poor college student and an awful boyfriend. So if you could do this, uh, so I don't have to buy an actual gift. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but happy birthday, Summer. <laughs> summer loving. Had so me a blast. Wyatt uh, and Summer. Yeah, have Summer. A, have a nice evening. Happy birthday. Have fun. You crazy college kids. And fun, by the way. Have fun having sex on those twin bunk beds in the dorms. I don't know if you're out of the dorms or not. Uh, by the way, you have beautiful beavers. And, uh, Thank you. Oh, you're talking to her. No, and yeah. Uh, and those will uh, they'll always stay private. Similarly, Hayden, uh, his dad, Justin's 46th birthday, said he does not have money. He's broke as well. Wanted a shout out hey, for man. Justin. I don't know if he listens or not, but he'll listen to that one hey, episode. Things are tough now. Jameson, get better. Sorry to hear about this. He was working. He sent pictures. He was almost killed, he said, as a man tried to... Oh, was that the ATM? Yeah, Holy ATM shit. robbery. Dude, there was like a chain around the fucking thing. Jameson, jeez, uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, that was crazy. Corey with the Did K. you see the fucking sliding doors were ripped out? This guy went to buck That's wild. nuts. They had driven a truck in there. You know, I had a cousin in Germany who used to, his buddies used to steal cigarette machines. And they'd throw chains around them and rip them out of the walls. Jesus. You remember when cigarette machines were like big? Mm-hmm. So they would steal like, they'd steal a ton of them. They'd make Those thousands like of dollars. like such a bad idea just because I remember like they'd be in the front of a restaurant, but oftentimes like almost out, you know, like in the... The area yeah. like between the two doorways. That's where they always put them. But yeah. you like any kid, like there was nothing. No one was like Dude, watching. Why do you think they put them there? Yeah, of course. Because they're making money off children. That was the whole goal. But I loved it. You pulled that fucking handle. <laughs> there was just something so odd about them. Uh, Corey with a K, whose fingerprints were all over last episode. He did the remix. Uh, we got to give him a shout out. He's getting married on ten twenty eight to Lauren. What? He said Congratulations. it's an O'Neill style wedding, 25 people, a four day party in a mountain lodge yeah, with dude. food and booze. That's how you fucking do it. That guy's that guy's doing it right. That's the fucking, <laughs> that's the wedding. If you want the information of where he's doing it, maybe he could give you the cabin. I love this guy's style. Uh, thanks to Chris for turning people onto the podcast. His buddy left a review and said Chris has turned a lot of people on that he knows too. I don't know if sexually or not, but. And Chris is not the mayor of Applebee's. Or uh, is he? I don't Who knows? Nobody knows the true identity of the mayor of Applebee's. Or Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. So there we go. Uh, If you're in the Phoenix area, we'd love to see you. Also, big guests coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We've got two old guests that we're hopefully going to make appearance here soon. Uh, One of them, he needs to get back to us. The other one has gotten back to us. And one may be headed to Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, he's back. Oh, he's back. Oh, I didn't tell you that. No, how is he? Uh, John Little he's, update. He's back. Uh, probably not great. Okay, <laughs> he, he wasn't doing great while he was there, and I don't think he had a lot to raise his spirits when he got back. Well, that so can happen. Uh, I got to bring him his mail. Uh, hopefully, he gets some good mail. <laughs> there was nothing good in there, but he told me that uh, he's like, you can throw out the junk mail, but I keep it all. All the what? Trader Joe's flyers and does everything. Have, does he have a parrot? No, no, I, the... I keep it for him because oh. he says, oh, Neil, you got to throw it away. I go, no, because I want you to know what was on sale last month at Trader Joe's. Also, it's a federal specials. You could be, if he True. later had a falling out with him. Are you could... wearing a wire? I'm not wearing a wire, but this is being recorded, I have to tell you. So I, Well, but I didn't throw anything away. He wants me to throw the newspapers, 
with all the coupons in them. I said, John, I'm with you. I'm not going to do that. So I have a fucking literally like a garbage bag full of shit. Is that what he's going to give you for, for helping him out? Hopefully on the tip of my wiener. You better hope it's not this. Never fire a warning shot. Shoot, you shoot to kill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do announce myself before I walk on his property. As you should. You shouldn't walk in yelling this. What? Fuck you. You're going to beef at least three into your mouth. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you didn't realize when you said that. But that, that, that was the homeless guy's motto. It was the homeless. the homeless guy fart in your ex's mouth for a dollar, as discussed on our live show, which was also polarizing. Apparently, uh, yeah, I didn't have a problem listening to it, but some people did. But hopefully, this other live show. Apol- I mean, we, apologies, but we can't control the sound. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a live. And so if we do that show and then we have to record another one, if yeah, I, it's tough. It's uh, we just don't have the time to do a second show. Yeah, so sorry. Uh, we, well, good I thing, think, good uh, news is we don't do live shows. Yeah. That was just our first one. This next one, by the way, we're in post-show talk now. Well, I think we should play the song because people like to hear the song and then, and then know that there's actual post-show to go. Okay, play the song <laughs> and then I'll get back to my next. Okay. So something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ten minute version. Uh, I think this. I think we're recording this live podcast is a smaller place, so I, I, yeah. maybe the sound will be better. I, I assume. We'll, it will. Also, we'll have them turn the levels up or something. We'll do it. We'll do a walkthrough. Yeah. Well, we're we're flying in a week early to to, <laughs> to get a lay of the land. We're gonna do uh, do a couple of test podcasts. Yeah, and then we're gonna do the real one. We're gonna pu- release the test podcast oh. out. Dude, what if podcast bars become like the thing and then at some point we become so big that we're like when U2 pops into like a small venue to like perform and we're, we show up to just do Could a, be. a spontaneous podcast. I think podcasting be should be done in people's living rooms live. We're going to do a living room tour of the country. If we could do that, it would be the, We'd have to have be the most awkward. We'd have to have listeners get like and 30 other people. It would be weird. I'd do a backyard podcast. Yeah, audio quality would not be good. You have to watch out for the flying humanoids. Well, yeah, well, you don't do it in Little Village in uh, <laughs> in, in Chicago. Did uh, did you see our, we're a fan of this man, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, had a rough yeah. weekend in Poland. Uh, some new up-and-comer named, what's his name? Something Till. Darren Till. Well, Till. It's weird because they were translating him, and then he was. He's from England. Or yeah. He fights out of England. But, but they, oh, they had a translator for the crowd. Oh. That's what it was for. Uh, I was like, why does this guy need a translator? I Wikipedia that guy because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Everyone talks how great he is. I don't really know much He's about good. him. He's good. Um, he's he, big. He went to like Brazil at like age fifteen to study like he's, the real shit. He claims he's he's a two he's a two oh five or fighting yeah. at seventy. That Mike Pyle guy, he called him out. That guy got irate. And also, uh, 
an odd factoid about this man is he, he has a big tattoo of a woman's face on one of his arms. Yeah. Like, I'm talking large. And it was uh, a it? tribute to his ex-girlfriend. What? Who's the mother of his child. Oh, shit. It was a surprise for her birthday. I was like, whoa. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a weird move. Is that, do you think it was a ploy to try to get her back and it didn't work? Or? Uh, dude. It's already. She's an ex, man. <laughs> but it's the mother of his kid. But it's like, that's an ex, man. <laughs> no other. I got news for you. Uh, other women don't like looking at other women's faces tattooed on your body. I think God he was hoping damn. that she would bring him back, and it didn't go that way. What's worse, having your family tattooed on there, on your chest, or ex-girlfriend on your bicep? Because no girl will ever want to be on top during sex, looking at your parents, watching her. Especially if they're deceased. I think it's worse <laughs> if they're alive. Well, I have my parents actually in the room watching, but that's not as yeah. bad as ink for them. No, no. <laughs> I have uh, I have a picture of my parents, each one squeezing my nipple. You just see their fingers. Oh. It's tattooed. It looks like they're squeezing my nipple. Are they small or are they big? <laughs> Regular size. I have flying humanoids all over my body for all the sightings I've had. Oh, I have them flying out of my pee hole, <laughs> onto <laughs> wow. the side of my wiener. Jeez. Uh, I don't know, man. I, that's. Do you see Donald Cerrone's statement? No. He made a, a very Donald Cowboy Cerrone. We've been following the career. Well, not following, but we've known who he is. Dude, since WEC. Since the early fans. days of Tap Out, uh, the brand, before Tap Out was really that big, yeah. they did a, like a quasi-reality show. And Cerrone was one of their early guys, and he came out. We're like, who's this guy? He was coming a Muay Thai guy. And this beautiful cowboy hat. Yeah. And they're like, his name's Cowboy. And so we've, we've known about him for a long time. He basically said, uh, like made a statement. Did you see the picture, by the way? Of with, uh, afterwards? No, of him being punched and so. Oh motion. yeah, yeah. And he, his face looks like his bad. nose has been mashed. Yeah. And he said uh, Dana White retweeted the picture of that slow mo and said that this man's the future. He's already he sees a new Connie Mack in this Darren Till fellow. Better because Connie Mack's going off the rails. He's dropping f bombs, and I don't mean fuck. I mean a derogatory term. Oh boy. Did you see that? No. It was on video. He's got his. Uh, you know, he was cornering that guy that got whipped. Dylan Danis? Ar- or Ar- Ar- Oh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, he comes back and he's like, fuck it, fuck it. And he drops the... Uh, Did he know if the guy was gay or not? Homosexual slur. Was the uh, opponent. <laughs> and so I was like, you're getting out. And the ref scolded him for yelling in the corner. By the way, sp- this, their sponsors are like, oh, boy. Yeah, and also, he's gotten so big that he's literally yelling in the corner to the point that it's disruptive. And the guy's like, when I saw Conor McGregor in that corner, it made me want to put, beat the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> well, he, and he that, did. Is his name like Artem Lobov or something? Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, so so Cowboy did a picture, the, the screenshot of that picture. Okay. And he said a lot, you know, people were saying I overlooked him and that I didn't train hard and that they're both incorrect. I gave this fight my all. He just had a better game plan. He out-executed me, and he broke the fuck out of my nose. Jesus. And he said, congratulations. God damn. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, he's fought so much, it's going to catch up with you. He's had three in a row, and he's never had three in a row. Three losses. Never had two in a row. Three losses, yeah. And he's, he's a guy who takes some damage, too, in these fights. So you never want to see... He's just getting older, and just your body can't... Rec- your body needs recovery time, but you're fighting four or five times a year. And according insane. to you, uh, he had... Uh, he has a movie role coming up. Yeah, in a, in a dramatic film. Maybe that's taken away from this. Everything, I don't know. Everything does. It's, there's no knock on him. I just no, think, we love Donald. Uh, you know, it's just time. Time defeats everybody. 
Yeah, it's uh, well, who knows? Maybe he'll come back. But and he also fights a lot, very often. That's what I was saying. It's yeah. just the damage of the training. Yeah, it's tough. You got to slow down. Some I think take a year off. Do you see the footage someone sent me of Mickey Rourke training? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He wants to fight. He's like fifty. He got years plastic old. surgery again, then but finally why got get, it all redone. Yeah, then why he's, fight? He's a lunatic. That. He's out of his fucking mind. And someone also sent GSP training. A lot of his training has gone the way of gymnastics. Yeah, but that's what you're seeing. What do you think this is? This, these thirty second clips. That's what he he's doing all day. Released. I don't know if he released this or he obviously filmed it. He's doing like I'm assuming it's his apartment, but he looks to be like an industrial kitchen. He's on like a tile floor on a yoga mat. He's doing like. Almost like breakdancing poses. Oh, it probably has like that uh, like loft-style living. No, I know, but it's just an odd place to be like filming this workout video, whatever the hell it is. But uh, I'm rooting for GSP. I think you – well, you don't think he has a chance. But I don't like Bisbang, so yeah. I've got no choice but to get behind Bisbang. No, but you don't think in your heart – in your mind. I, I, don't, I think he's just – I think it's – the game passes everybody by so quickly when they stay in it. I don't see how you can come back from being out of it for so long – and expect to be at the top level. Now, Bisbing, look, Bisbing is a tough guy. I don't think he's a, a fucking champion, but he's you know a, what? He's got a good chin on him. He has, and he's caught guys, but he stayed active. I just don't know how a guy who also almost got, arguably did get beat by Johnny Hendricks, who's a chump now, is going to fucking be competitive after this long. And the only, it's a weird situation because if GSP wins, by contract, he has to fight at least one more. Yeah. And all those guys are so much bigger than him uh, in height and weight. Yoel, Yoel Romero? No, it's, I it's mean, a guy, the interim guy. No, Whitaker. but I'm saying all Yoel, Yoel Romero, Luke Rockhold. No, but there's the guy Whitaker. No, no I'm saying all to, these guys yeah. are fucking monsters but at would, 85. But he would fight Whitaker. Yeah, and Whitaker's a fucking a monster also. Is he, are you saying he's a humanoid? I'm saying that he is insect-like. Do you think Eric Heights will listen to the show anymore? I think secretly he's a fan. Do you think we'll get a, hey, it's, uh, what's her name? Angie. Angie's birthday. I got a quick happy shout birthday out. shout out. I'd like Julie with two-star review. Do you think he could win us over like we won him over? He's he's likable enough guy that maybe he could. <laughs> <laughs> I, someone else sent us, by the way, a screenshot of him. They say he's very, this woman really went off on him on Twitter Said he's very thin-skinned. He calls uh, people who like him slow. Was that the lady with the glasses? I don't know. Because that lady was on Dr. Phil, and she's like, she follows him because you can track him through GPS, and she uh, keeps track of how many hours he stays places, and she says like he's at his hotel like all day. He rides for like 20 minutes. Are those troll goes, facts? <laughs> no, these are facts from this woman that I believe. I don't like More new, than I believe heights. I don't like the new culture of what? Oh, it's trolling if yeah. it's not. If if it, yeah. if you don't agree, yes, there is trolling and it does exist, but not everything is trolling if someone doesn't agree with you. Yeah. That's not the way the world works. But dude, look, it's like if a girl doesn't like me, I'm like, oh, you're trolling me. It's like, no, she doesn't like me. The That's internet the is destroying us, and we deserve what we get. And soon the you uh, saying the humanoids dude, once they take uh, over. What, what are we gonna do when autonomous cars come to be? You see, so realize there will be no more parking tickets. There'll be no more jobs like that. What are insurance companies going to fucking do? Who do you sue? Also, they globally have to talk to all. There's so much shit that they're trying to implement right now that is going to be such a every manufacturer is going to have to be on the same page so that all cars can talk to each other. And then there's going to be one cyber attack and then we're all fucked. You're going to live in a village of 
off the grid men who still drive their own vehicles. Why would I live in a village? I live off by myself. Well, you need other guys like you. No, they're all living in the woods. We want them all spread out. You're going to make your vehicle. Uh, yeah, you keep them all in the village. They know where to get us. You're going to make a vehicle like a Mad Max. You're going to have a handheld radio to oh, communicate with will. your friends. No, I'll have a ham radio. You need a CB, though. I'm going to have the old ham radio. Breaker, which, breaker. What's my your, handle? What are you going to be? Yeah. Uh, old Jack Burton? No, probably be uh, Beef Cannon Bill. Did you see somebody sent us some car-related stuff to peruse for you? What was that now? Some guy had like some really fancy car, but he somehow hooked up like a duck call to, I don't know, what he oh, revved the engine or some bullshit. I don't know what the weird. fuck it was. I went to a car show last weekend. And then uh, I think Frankie sent some sort of car wow. related uh, item for you to look at. I was at the uh, Hot Rod Nationals. Oh, everyone loves the Hot Rod <laughs> yeah. Nationals. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I'm not a big Hot Rod guy, but. It, was it like it was a scene Hebrew hot dog nationals convention? It was similar to that with cars. So what was there? Just hot rods? It was hot rods, a lot of old cars, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting characters. Heard a lot of uh, one guy shaved the door handles off the back door of his 1940 Ford, and uh, he said, "We said, oh, uh, well, how do you get in?" And he goes, "Well, it's for the girl, so she can't get out." I go, "You rapey motherfucker!" This what fucking, the fuck? That's the kind of that's the kind of humor that's rolling around. Jesus. There. You think he's worked that one out? Oh, dude, definitely. The timing was fucking on point with that. And you know other guys are like, yeah, fuck yeah. Is that guy's name Steven Seagal? (laughs) No. It's so the kimono. Where was this thing held? Uh, It was in Fresno, uh, somewhere around Fresno. Because not only do they have those those things, they're like people get together on like Sundays and like random cars and random parking lots. Coffee and cars. Who organizes it? Everyone just goes, we're going to meet here. And you just show up? It's all across the country. It's been going on for years. But like what kind of... It started in it started in LA or OC, like I'm talking like 20 years ago. And so, but now they get, you know, and the, the big thing is I love watching on YouTube, these idiots that pull out of there and try to uh, roast the tires. <laughs> some people crash into the crowd. Some people Jeez. hit other cars in oncoming traffic. The cops are always there. Have you ever been? Uh, I have not because I don't like to go out on the weekends, <laughs> especially you, on a Sunday. As you stated. But they have like, if you go like to the OC, they have some unbelievable cars. You're going like, to get rare. burned when uh, the Ghetto Boys song comes true and this year Halloween fell on the weekend. You're not going to be able to go out. But it doesn't. <laughs> There's going to be a party at the Bees. Dude, Halloween here's what I party. do. Halloween comes around. I close all, I turn off all the lights in my apartment you don't and get I stay it. quiet you for two anyone? hours. Yeah. Do you? Oh, you're yeah. you're building. I'm not giving up any information here. It doesn't no, have. A, you couldn't find me. No, but it doesn't have a front like door like mine. No, does. no. But and it's a na- and I live like a neighborhood. Yeah, kids everywhere. In so my building, there's you're kids. You're a curmudgeon. You like Halloween though. Yeah, but I don't like people knocking on my fucking door. Why? It just bothers me. <laughs> it's intrusive. You say, you say I'm an old man. Dude, I had these two young girls come here. I was here complaining about to... pot smoke all around me. You're oh, but I, you're I, complaining about kids on but, Halloween. But have I ever? I've never denied that. I'm the most curmudgeonly guy. I just don't like you're being like interrupted. Wilson. You're like but, Mr. Wilson because you've hijacked two hours of my night. Okay, for two hours I got to be on point answering the fucking door. Maybe I want to watch Too Funny to Fail again, the great documentary on Hulu. Speaking of watching, I uh, got around to watching The Ring, saw it last night. Oh, yeah. With the lovely Courtney. How did you like it? Uh, solid movie, but oh my God. I think it's kind of a thriller and not a horror movie. Just a genre problem. 
Dude, you, you no, you don't know enough to even speak on this. <laughs> I knew this would upset you. Yeah, get out of here. But the, the movie- thriller, that's the worst fucking, dude, that is all fucking horror. Are you kidding me? There's no scares in it. There's no scares in it. There's no scares. You're that's because you're movie. cynical about no, it. No, I like it. It's a good movie. The whole movie's terrible. I asked Abby the other day. I go, let's watch The Ring again. She goes, it's too scary. And, I, and she I goes, you can watch it on your own. I go, I'm not gonna watch it on my own because it's too scary. It's a thriller. It's like seven. Do you think seven's a horror movie? Are you out of your fucking but mind? But it's like a, someone investigating a thing. Okay, I'm not going to have this conversation. You're so <laughs> off base here. It's unbelievable. But Dude, H- no, you're, you're like, this is on so HBO, off base. It says horror comma mystery. That's the, the category that they put all those movies in. No. Unbelievable. It's about a videotape that kills people. I knew this. And a girl crawls out of a fucking well. Spoiler alert. And, and you're calling this, hey, that's a thriller. By the way, I don't know how many thrillers you've seen. It's a great movie, nonetheless. Regardless of it's the category. Terrifying. Dude, when I saw that in the theater. film. I saw that in the theater uh, with uh, my brother-in-law. And he was so terrified. Both of us were so terrified that he had to call my sister to come out of the house to walk him in when he got home. And I came home and literally I fell asleep with the TV on because I was so scared. And when I woke up, the fucking fuzz was on. I almost shit my pants. Courtney gave uh, an interesting fun fact to the movie. What? She was at, I want to say Warped Tour if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. She was at some sort of musical festival. I think she was like 16. Yeah. Uh, on the way out, and it was right around the time that movie was coming out. They had people out there. Oh, dress. Handing out cassettes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And they said, do, whatever you do, do not watch this cassette. That was a huge promotional thing they and did. And she went home, watched it, and it was just like the beginning yeah. scene to hook you in. And then it said The Ring. That it, was a national news story because they were people were so fucking scared they had to stop doing it. But when she went home, you know, when we were watching the movie, she's like, why would anyone watch this? And I go, you did. And she's like, yeah, you have a point. <laughs> but also got to think that was 2000. Yeah. And like things were a lot different and those sort of marketing campaigns were brand new. Which is cool. That's a cool way to market a movie. And dude, it is so terrifying. I don't, see, you weren't that scary. It's a terrifying movie. I found it scary. I just wasn't, I don't know. I thought uh, like the conjuring, I don't know. I thought. Yeah, those, that's the ring to me is the most I thought it was scary for of sure of the new breed of horror do you think that the, it's the scariest the man working at the cabin where the you know what I'm talking the, about yeah he he's I can't really I'll ask you off air if I say it if someone hasn't seen it granted it's like dude it's from 2000 <laughs> just say it if you haven't seen it now it's too late so they basically in the end set up the um that STD movie style which is like a horror yeah. movie thing um we're like the only around. way to, the only way to survive it is you make a copy and give it to someone else they yeah. get killed on your in on behalf of you. And do you think the motel the cabin guy who had the cassette was spreading it? Yeah, that's yeah. Like his goal was I don't want to die, I want other people. Ring 2 they start answering more questions. Oh, okay. But uh I need to see the Japanese version. The Japanese which is, is called Ragu. Yeah. It's very terrifying. It's called Ringu. I know, I was kidding. Oh. Is it because uh they're Asian? That it's terrifying? No, it's just lower budget. It's the atmosphere is creepier. Uh, this ring, like, it's very Hollywood, and it has very big production value. Yeah. And they've got these gone for, you know, the, the set direction. Everything, like, everything was decorated, and the way it was shot was great. But, like, Ringu's a little bit, little, uh, a little shadier. I like the, uh, the video, the, like, just how they put it together. It was cool. Yeah. And, I mean, the, uh, yeah, I don't, well... 
I liked it. I mean, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a thriller. Courtney though. didn't doesn't for whatever reason she doesn't think it's that scary. I don't know why. Um, See, it, it it it's funny because there was a guy that we used to work with at the grocery the, delivery place, and he and I, who actually we thought was related to a guy in this building, yeah, he and I were huge, like terrified of the rig. Uh, maybe terrified. because she defeated the video game system by watching the promotional video. Yeah, but if you she, guys, it, you guys might just not be affected by that. If she handled, if she had kept that video, she probably would have been worth some money. Now there was a lot of yeah, them. there were a lot of them. That's the problem. But probably could be. You bring it into Pawn Stars, and, an old man, Chumley, there were five million of those made. You piece of shit. No, they'd be like, we got to get our ring expert <laughs> in here. He's an expert on the ring. And, we uh, can't do this, Chumley. Let me bring in our ring expert. Well, He's he, a video here's cassette. A, here's some interesting facts about the ring. <laughs> ring. Naomi Watts is Ari Shafir would call her Naomi Twats, which he does. Jesus, why? I don't what know. He, what did she ever do to him? You'd have to talk to him. Uh, possible by the way, the longest post-show talk in history. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, but any horror movie could be a thriller if True. you wanted it to. I mean, the video, but the fact that it's a horror movie. The thriller was originally quite the thriller. But it... You check certain boxes like true. supernatural. Usually, if it's supernatural, it usually usually falls in the vein of horror. Seven was uh, a plausible thing that could have happened. Has there ever been uh, a girl that appears like who looks kind of like the girl from The Ring in another movie? It just seemed familiar to me that I'd seen it before, but I couldn't put my finger on it. After the movie, that was like possibly inspired or similar. What you mean, other m- movies like that? No, a girl who looks like that with the hair. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, there's just a lot. Seemed, there's girls with black hair. Yeah, it just seemed like, like I had seen something. I couldn't figure. I, it I don't out know if it was it. inspired by that. I mean, there's a lot of knockoffs of this shit. Yeah, of it. But uh, how many sequels? Just one. And then, then they made a third one like a couple years, a year you, ago. Have you seen the porno, the cock ring? Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> girl crawls out of the TV and starts sucking a guy's dick. Uh. Yeah, I see. I here's the thing: that those sorts of things. Did you ever watch Paranormal Activity? I did. Yeah, and you didn't like it. Uh, I didn't hate it, but yeah, I didn't, see, I didn't you, find if, it that scary. I find if you don't like that, then you probably don't like this. No, I did like the ring. I liked no, no, but movie. you weren't scared by it. I wasn't like. I was terrified. By yeah, it. I wasn't terrified. But also, like, I also love to let myself go in those. Yeah, I think sort you like you like wading into those t- waters. Yeah, those wicked waters. Yeah. Where I, I think I do, like a movie like Seven scares me because it is fairly plot. And I'm like, wow, that could happen. People don't, people don't scare me. Monsters. Scare me. People are out there, dude. And they're lurking every day. Yeah, I know. I fucking I roam the streets at night of L.A. A man not far from here who killed the fucking person at a 7-Eleven with a machete. What was it? A machete yeah. or a knife? So there's another lady in your neighborhood. The guy who fucking brutally murdered that lady and fucking skinned her alive. When was that? You didn't see that guy, the comic book guy, the trust fund guy? No. Oh, there's like, he just fucking went down. Oh, dude, he like hung her up. He like bashed her or stripped the skin. I don't even talk about it. He like scalped her while she was alive. That scares me. That's right. Fuck that guy. Because you see that guy, that guy's going to piss you off. You're going to fucking, I'll bite his goddamn throat out. Where does he, he lives close to here? It was in West Hollywood. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All his like, he had this comic book series. I don't think it was popular. But it was like all about like a sadistic guy. Basically, it was all his inner demons. Was this his only crime? Uh, well, everyone, yeah, everyone said he was a fucking weirdo. But his ex girlfriend, who was like a, a successful and like very attractive woman, and uh, 
then he fucking kidnapped her and he like strung her up and like bled her out and like dude jesus just it, oh like to, oh took so much skin from her face that you, they could see the jawbone the, the la cops said it was the all of them said they'd never seen anything like it. i mean it was just the most sadistic man shit that guy should be killed slowly with a hammer like just every day like a constant Hammer just fucking tapping away at every bone in his body. Jesus Christ. The fucking scumbag. When did that, that trial just happen or he just got caught? Uh, he, he just got arrested for it recently. What if the lawyer this gets This is this year, off? I think. There's no high to fall. It'll be the most egregious fucking error in the judicial system or of all time. Or the next coming of Johnny Cochran. By the way, the Dana Carvey show had a great sketch where Johnny Cochran had inspired all these lawyers to act like him. It was fucking great. It was I was all like, rhymes and all this I always liked the guy on Seinfeld who was... Uh, Hell yeah. Who was all like that. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. We're gone. All right, I don't even have to play the song. Hey, everybody. Take, take care. it easy. See you in Phoenix. We'll see you there.